What's up? What's up? What's up, guys? How are you? This is uh, Sunday. I'm coming to you guys Sunday. If you guys listen to it, Sunday, Monday, July 24th, 25th. Crazy, crazy, guys. All right, we're at the end of the month. UFC London um, yesterday. I took, I almost went live last night, but I really wanted the day. It was such a um, roller coaster of emotion, especially for me personally. I'm just going to be blunt and honest. I was so. Highly anticipated the Hannah Goldie versus Molly McCann. Very strong ties with Hannah Goldie. Didn't go our way. Um, but just the the moments and, and what Patty did and what Patty said afterwards. Wow. Like if, you know, I, he's going to have his haters uh, when you get popular and, and polarizing. John Cena, uh, Justin Timberlake, Conor McGregor. I get it. That's where Patty Pimblett is. Patty the Batty. But what he said afterwards was maybe more important than what happened Inside the Octagon, the co-main event, what I absolutely nailed. Guys, three weeks in a row. Barbarina beating Robbie Lawler. Lauren Murphy beating Misha Tate. And Jack Hermanson beating Chris Curtis. I was uh, just 100% dead set on. I don't have one next week for UFC 277. Maybe something will come to me. But you can't force it. It just has to be organic and natural. But those three um, were it. And uh, in the main event, just... Um, Absolute fireworks for 15 seconds, 14 and a half, and then a devastating end with Tom Aspinall losing with a uh, devastating knee injury. So we'll get all into that. Uh, ton of stuff. How about Bare Knuckle FC last night in Tampa? Reggie Easy E Barnett won the interim bantamweight championship. We talked to Reggie um, in the past. Also, XMMA was on. Really cool show. Watched the, all, the whole thing on YouTube. Uh, congratulations to our guy, Impa Kasanganai. Uh, Impa has been on, you know, the show talking with me multiple, multiple times, probably three, four, five times. Uh, it was really cool to see him, uh, win a really great co-main event and everything they said about him before the fight and after fight is all true. Impa is, uh, that guy, you know what I mean? I'm very happy. He, and he looked good. He looked very, very clean. Um, very still young in the game. Uh, not even his age, just his, um, MMA experience, so I'm I'm happy to see what's next for Impa. I, I want Impa to, you know, fight. I, they always call it the regional scene. It is what it is. It's not Bellator, PFL, or uh, UFC. But I would love to see him another year, another 15 months of seasoning uh, inside the octagon and outside. He's at a great gym down there in South Florida. So, um, you know, congrats to Impa. But let's get into it. Let's get into it. UFC 277 is coming up. We'll have Ben and Bananas. We'll have a girl uh, joining us at a dropper center. Mike Cuddles. A ton of content always. Also as well, I'll be on the road Friday uh, announcing, announcing, commentating on Island Fight 73. So it might be uh, content a little bit weaker this week of podcasts and stuff of that nature. But we'll go live from Pensacola to you on Friday. But this, let's go all in UFC London. Let's start kind of, let's, let's start with, you got to start with Patty and Molly, right? You just have to, that's the stars of the show. And um, it's just, it's as um, someone who covers mixed martial arts and of course the UFC and someone who um, is trying, uh, you know, that hard way to make money through talking about UFC, it's exciting and it's 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 feels good i guess I, i'm trying to put different words let's just be normal i guess let's just kind of talk it it's great that patty pimlet and molly mccann are these bigger than life superstars especially over there in london and um for them to get the job done once again and to see 
the crowd and just the camaraderie and the smiles and the cheers and all that nature. And to see that huge packed arena go absolutely bananas uh, for their beloved fighters. And it's just, I think it's just great for MMA. It's great for UFC. It's just healthy for everyone involved. It's just, that's just the first thing that came to me. It was just, it was a good day for mixed martial arts. It's a good day for per, for professional fighters worldwide. It, more eyes, more money. Hey, with Dave Portner there for Barstool uh, Sports, maybe he's there and he's like, wow, this was electric, the environment. Maybe he goes and he goes to an, uh, another event in Vegas or Texas and he signs Derek Lewis. Maybe he signs Shane Burgos. Maybe he signs, uh, you know, our favorite fighter, your favorite fighter, uh, you know, Justin Gaethje, Michael Chandler, Dustin Poirier. So anytime... Um, mixed martial arts can kind of, I don't want to say go mainstream because I don't know if they, if they went mainstream yesterday, but just to kind of take another step forward of, um, everyone was talking about, I, you go to social media, just, it wasn't just on MMA sites. They were all over the site, any sites, TMZ, everyone was talking about Patty and Molly. And at the end of the day, that's good for all of us. It, It is. Um, so it looks like Molly McCann wants of Antonio Shevchenko next. I like that a lot. She just, shoot. I, I thought, Andy, I thought Hannah looked really good for three minutes, three and a half minutes. And Molly is just in that environment. I, 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 I you just, the Yankees in game seven at home in Brooklyn, they're not going to lose. Right. Uh, they always said Boston doesn't lose a game seven, the Boston Celtics, right? It's Molly McCann in the O2 arena is unbeatable. Like, give her Valentina Shashenko in London. Like, I, I'm ready for it. Give it to me. I'm, I'll, 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 what's the line? <laughs> what's the line? Is Molly McCann an underdog in London? So, um, uh, crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, to Patty, I thought Patty had a um, his best performance to date. I wasn't sold to him until yesterday. I was sold to I was sold uh, inside the octagon, outside the octagon. I like to stand up. Uh, I thought his. I always thought he was a better grappler than what a, a lot of people thought. I thought that, that's kind of his strength. But I was. I thought his the the thing that bounced, the thing that jumped, leaped off the screen to me. The thing that I left UFC London about Patty about not just inside the octagon. I'm talking about details here. I thought his in ring IQ was phenomenal. Uh, talking about the knee, he knew that he the knee was legal because of Jordan's hands where they were. I thought uh, to get the submission, uh, when to stand up, when not to stand up. I just thought his in-ring IQ was top-notch. And he comes in now uh, just feeling invincible. His stand-up looked really good, looked clean, looked quick. And then his grapple, and he, Patty's becoming a problem. And everyone that says he's overage, gee whiz. Yes, step in the uh, octagon with him. You know, I'm not saying he's the champ. I'm not saying he's top 10. There's a couple guys. We we threw up a post who's next, and we threw up Clay Guida, Grant Dawson, Joe Selecki. And I know Grant has strong ties now to the podcast because his fiance L is uh, under the Bed and Bananas um, um, banner. But I would I would bet the house payment on Grant Dawson defeating Patty Pimblett. So I'm not, that's what I'm saying, guys. I just think he's, I thought he was the 30th best lightweight. I think he's the 15th. I think he's, he can beat a lot more fighters than I thought he could. Uh, yeah, he, he sold me on his performance yesterday at UC London. And then more importantly, what he said afterwards, um, 
about a friend, you know, taking his own life and what he said about how, you know, guys, especially, you know, let's just be honest. Sometimes we can be very uh, stubborn uh, to say the least, but if you need help, call for help, ask for help, uh, talk it out loud. Um, you know, it's no one wants to, um, hear, um, what you have to say, uh, you know, at a funeral, that was kind of what he was saying. Like I, I have to talk about him now in the past tense and no one wants to talk about it. Then let's talk about it when you're still here and still alive and maybe we can try to turn it around. So, um, hats off to Patty Pimblett hats off to him. Unbelievable performance all week long. He got the asses in the seats. Uh, his walkout was brilliant. His, uh, nine minutes, eight minutes in the cage, I thought was outstanding. Uh, and then everything he said out afterwards was even better. I thought he got an A plus, absolute. It was his weekend, and he uh, signed, sealed, and delivered. And, and then the dance, promise kept, promise kept. He uh, he teabagged Jordan Lovett. Let's just call a spade a spade. Um, also on the show, we'll get into the main event in a second. Uh, I want to talk about Muhammad Makayev. Uh, everyone is, is kind of down. I thought it was a great performance. I'm telling you guys, we don't know how good you guys don't know how good Charles Johnson is. Charles Johnson's an absolute dog. I knew he was a dog going into it. Watched numerous of his fights going into the UFC. Um, Makayev is an absolute beast. I know I saw that post he made today. I think he's like 30, you know, or 31 and 0 overall amateur and all that stuff, but he's 8 and 0 pro, uh, you know, 2 and 0 in the UFC, and he is an absolute problem for a flyweight. I, guys, he's going to be in that top 10 um, title contention in, within a year. He's that good. Uh, the UFC will put the, the gas on for sure. Co-main event, I thought Hermanson was going to win going into it. And I like Chris Curtis as a guy a lot. Um, you know, I was happy he got that spot. I just thought, guys, he was leaping over 20 spots. He was leaping over two years of UFC experience. Um, and to go already into a co-main event versus Hermanson, who's been there multiple, multiple times and main events and in London. And Hermanson knew he was there and thought he was going to fight Till. Uh, I just thought it was a great spot for Jack Hermanson. And he got the job done. Main event. Curtis Blades and Tom Aspinall, God, they threw for 14 seconds, didn't they? That was one of the best 14 seconds of the year. Um, devastated, just devastating uh, injury by Tom Aspinall. Um, I hope he's okay. I hope everything is right. Oh man, it was just it was heartbreaking to see and how he was leaving the octagon and and getting carted off and everything was just it was it was a tough one for sure. But Real quick, I do want to, because everyone's saying, oh, two weeks in a row, two weeks in a row, London and Long Island, oh, Ortega and Aspinall, two, two totally different things. To me, Aspinall kicked and planted back and the knee buckled and the knee gave out. We still haven't got details on exactly what happened. That was more of a, of a freak injury, more of a, um, you know, sometimes, say hey, the body happens, but I, I still think you, Curtis Blades is not getting the credit he he. He deserves the pressure and the anxiety and and knowing how you have to kick hard and get back. That's because of Blades. Uh, Blades deserves a little bit of that credit. But back to how it, I don't believe it's two weeks in a row. Ortega put his arm in a horrible position to Yair Rodriguez. He yanked his arm to get out of that horrible position and his arm fell off. Like Yair deserves a ton of a credit, not a little bit, not medium, 80% of credit. To me, it's two totally different. One was a little bit more of a freak. I think in, as soon as you walk inside that octagon and the bell rings, if a winner wins, even the Chris Weidman to um, uh, Uriah Hall, 
Uriah Hall deserves credit. Like it, I know it was a, an injury and it happens. It sucks, but you he checked the light kick. Uh, I gave credit where Weinman did it to Anderson Silva, and Uriah Hall deserves credit. Yeah, your Rodriguez deserves credit, and Curtis Blades deserves credit. Curtis Blades deserves to move up. He's kind of already talking about he wants the winner of that Paris fight, uh, Taichu Avasa and Sierra gone. I like that a lot because that really cleans up the division. It really does. We know we have a uh, three-way round robin with Jones, Miocic, and Nagano. And now there's been six fighters, five fighters you can argue, but especially Espinal Blades, Gone, and Taichu Vasa. On the other side of the bracket, Curtis and Thomas first. It looks like it will be Gone and Taichu Vasa. The winner, let's just say Gone wins, and then Gone and Blades will fight. The winner of that gets into that whatever, whoever comes out of that other round robin with Nagano and Stipe and Jones. So I love that. I thought it was a great call out by Curtis. I, I agree. Curtis does move on. He won that fight. Record book on the topology. He gets the green uh, box and um, he should get it with ranking wise in his next fight. He won the fight. Clear as day. Clear as day. So um, yeah, great show. Great show. UFC 2 um, London. Phenomenal. It felt like a pay-per-view. Going into the week on Saturday, being during the day, I loved it. Uh, but now we are. We go into a pay-per-view week. It's UFC 277. And you ready for this one? And I've always been like this to you guys. I've always just been straightforward and just honest. I'm not feeling the vibe of a pay-per-view. I don't know why. Maybe the pay-per-view was only three weeks ago. And then we had Long Island and London that felt phenomenal, felt really big. I love the main events. Um, I was really into those shows. And this card... As a whole, it's just, eh, uh, the main card is good, not spectacular. Um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not vibing the matchups. Some some matchups I like more than others, and, and some you like more than others. I'm not vibing uh, Juliana Pena, Nunos, and Kai Carr, France, and Murano as much as other people. That's just me. There's not a fight on this card. There's not a Burgos, Jordan. Um, there's not a Molly McCann, Hannah Goldie. Uh, and then the week after, there's a Juju uh, for the Ultimate Fighter on it. There's just there's just not a fight on this card that's just uh, grasping and pulling at me. So um, I'm I'm hoping I I'm, I lean into it. It's gonna be a fast week, like I said. War travel. We got Island Fight 73 that I'll be commentating on Friday. Uh, Bet and Bananas will come to you guys Wednesday night. I think we're gonna go live again. So make sure Bet and Bananas live Wednesday night. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I just wanted to really talk to you guys real quick. That was UFC London. Do we got anything else? No, I think UFC 277. Um, yeah, Patty, Molly. Yeah, we did it. That, that's all. That's uh, sometimes you don't have to go 30 minutes. I like it. 16 minutes of pure gold. Um, yeah, Patty Pimblett, Molly McCann, absolute superstars. Curtis Blades moves on. Makayev and Hermanson, great performances and a hell of a show. Hell of a show. UFC uh, London Nathaniel Wood looked great, looked really good. And um, I got an Amanda Nunes uh, thing I want to get into, but I'll that's that's towards the week. Maybe on Ben and Bananas, or I'll just do a little five minute video about how Amanda Nunes. Uh, needs this win even more than Juliana Pena. So we'll get into that. Let's call it a little teaser in the game. Because this is episode 115 of the Dave Van Auken Show. Shout out real quick to Just Plays Clothing. Go to JustPlaysClothing.com today for some of the most dopest gear that you can get. I'm talking about tanks, hats, t-shirts, and more. Go to JustPlaysClothing.com 
And of course, guys, if you want to make any plays, if you want to bet on any of these UFC fights, go to mybookie.ag right now, promo code bananas. That's mybookie.ag, promo code bananas. Get the match back deposit. And uh, right now I'm leaning. We'll, we'll put out the post, but I'm leaning Juliana Pena plus 210 underdog to retain her championship and to beat Mana Nunes again. That's my first lean is Juliana Pena plus 210. So that's it, guys. I'm Dave Inok, and have a great week. Have a great start of the week. Um, UFC 277, we're here. It's it's flying by. Oh, real quick, real quick. I, I will have to talk to you guys Tuesday night. It returns my favorite two hours of MMA all week long. The Dana White Contender Series comes back this Tuesday night with its first episode. A ton of content this whole year. Bo Nickel, SD Dumas, a lot of guys with a lot of ties with Fight Bananas. But uh, I love the Contender Series. My favorite show I will be watching. Hopefully you will. Maybe I'll go live after the Contender. Or, uh, you know, yeah, we got to figure out something to do special. It's I love the show. And um, I can't wait to talk to you guys about it. So Tuesday night, Dana White Contender Series, it returns. And UFC 277 Saturday, we just keep going. Little hamster in the wheel. All right, guys, I'm Dave Van Auken. This is the Dave Van Auken Show. Stay bananas. (laughs) 